Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Wednesday. Hope uh hope the week is treating you well. I'm uh back in Nevada. Had a really, really good trip. Um 
you know, there ain't nothing to see in Kansas except for my family, and my family's pretty fucking awesome. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we like, uh, I, I don't mind Kansas. I, I really, really don't. And uh, I, I talk a lot of shit on it. I don't know necessarily that I'd ever want to move back. Actually, I think for the first time ever uh, that I can recall, I referred to Nevada as back home. So I guess that means, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes words mean a lot. Sometimes they don't. But um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about words meaning a lot here a little bit later. But uh, had a had a really fun uh, week uh, away. I uh, apologize for not putting anything out and, you know you get busy how that how that all happens and uh and sometimes just shit comes up and you don't even realize it you know there's just uh (laughs) i i could have swore that this this kansas trip was a good three four weeks away the next thing i know i'm like oh fuck we're we're heading out on tuesday and uh yeah, so um it was uh it was a little more rushed than uh than I'd hoped, but either way it was uh it was fun. Um we had a kind of a late late cancellation on our, our comedy show. Uh but Eric uh Shields was able to come back up and uh or come on up and, and uh tell some tell some jokes. He played his guitar a little bit and then uh Robbie made the made the show uh it was a fun time it was kind of a shit show the the audio setup was not great uh, i really liked that brewery that we were at uh, it's hidden trail brewery there in uh in garden city kansas uh guy that owns is really really good dude um i like it i hope to hope to come back soon and do something else there and uh we'll work uh get a little better um sound setup so so everybody can hear us, but either way, I I uh, I heard some good reports from uh, from people that could hear it, and uh, it was uh, it was not a total disaster. So that that worked out pretty good. And um, anyhow, uh, it was good to, uh, good to be with the family. It was uh, it was good to see some some old friends. Had saw a few old friends, and uh, didn't get to see everybody. Of course, that's how it always goes. But uh, it was fun. It was hot. It was really, really hot. <clears throat> um, it was really windy, and um, you know, it was uh, it was Southwest Kansas. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect from Southwest Kansas. Um, anyhow, we uh, we had a little bit of a tragedy, and and I say that uh, with the greatest amount of respect. But uh, there's. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of cattle that died uh, over the past week or so, and uh, let me try to pull up the, the numbers on on this deal. Um, <coughs> where where did I? Okay, um, fence posts. All right, we'll uh, I'll go ahead and pop this up, but. Uh, Reading from the fence posts because they're they're pretty. Um, I would say they're 
kind of a no nonsense type operation and um uh similar to livestock losses due to the blizzards and floods uh extreme heat coupled with high humidity and lack of wind can cause heat stress and death in livestock thousands of cattle in kansas were lost recently to this phenomenon we had a natural disaster in southwest kansas on june 11 2020 or 2022 and in the days that followed that greatly affected cattle being fed for slaughter it wasn't a tornado or a flood or a government conspiracy to dismantle our food supply there's no mystery, uh, disease, or theory. We know exactly what happened, said Tara Barnhart, DVM, uh, DVMMS. It's, uh, it's called a heat index crisis. Prior to this day, our average temperatures were in the 70s and night temperatures in the 40s. The wind was normal and we were receiving rain showers that we so desperately needed. Uh, Barnhart is a, a feedlot vet in uh, South or from Southwest Kansas. She said the cattle were not acclimated to the heat as it went from 80 degrees to over 100 in the space of a day, with no real cooling at night. On June 11th, temperatures rose, humidity was high, and wind speed nearly ceased. This is an emergency for cattle. Cattle cannot compensate for this type of weather event if they do not get a period of night cooling. For several days, this continued. Our people did everything in their power to save as many animals as they could. Our people are amazing and tired and weary. We lost a lot of cattle, and, we're, and we are physically affected by each loss because we know firsthand the resources and expertise that go into raising safe, wholesome, and delicious beef for our uh, consumers. There are three components of the weather conditions that, to create a situation that cattle cannot handle. When you have all three, cattle build up their build up heat in their bodies cannot get rid of it. These high temperatures, high humidity, and no wind. These are high temperatures, high humidity, and no wind. If you have only two of these things, then cattle can usually survive as they are able to cool themselves, said Matt Thompson, former feedlot manager, owner in the United States and uh, Australia. Events that cause severe, severe death occur over a number of days. Cattle can tolerate three extreme conditions for about a day, but they, if they can't get cooled down at night, they're in danger of dying the next day if condi conditions persist. <coughs> this weather event was geographically centered in Haskell County and Grant County, Kansas. Uh, this is uh, the losses section. So, as I said, it was really fucking hot in, uh, in southwest Kansas uh, this past week weekend. Um, this is cattle feeding country in a region typically with a climate that is superior for raising cattle for slaughter. Over 600,000 head of cattle are on feed in just those two counties alone with 2.5 million ca uh, cattle on feed in southwest Kansas. Barnhead, Barnhart said she believes actual death losses will be north of 5,000 head, but hopefully less than 10,000 as they are still dealing with the extreme heat and, uh, and stressed cattle. Numbers devastating to the owners and the employees, but actually a very small percentage of cattle in the region. <sighs> okay, so now we uh, we come to the part where <clears throat> and this is <clears throat> one of the reasons why I don't get real um, upset and I don't argue too much when uh, when my bosses tell me to pull a video down off of social media. Uh, a viral video of dead cattle has been circulating on social media, so the unfortunate losses have garnered a great deal of media attention. We were seeing deaths four to five days before we were seeing deaths four to five days before it went viral. 
Most of the deaths were in immune compromised and those ready to ship. They are the heavy, heaviest and have the most fat. They didn't all drop dead in one day and we are still dealing with cattle suffering from heat stress. Media has been reporting 10,000 head or more dead, but Barnhart said the m- numbers have come from the state, feed, uh, state as feed yards can apply for emergency burial permits. The permits are, are issued, but not all are needed or used. Um, so, um, to clarify that point, so media's uh, been reporting 10,000 or more dead. But that number, according to this vet, says um, come from the state because if you have a big, a big uh, traumatic event like that, and a bunch of cattle die all at once, uh, whether it be a blizzard or a big freeze or or heat deal like this, you can uh, you can apply for a permit to to just bury them all, <coughs> and uh, they'll usually let you. Um, and then, you know, there's a, a you, you apply for say a thousand head or whatever, uh, whatever your your death loss is, and so you're like, uh, we've got like 200 on the ground right now, and we're expecting 600 and you only get 400. Well, <clears throat> that doesn't, um, those counts don't get adjusted till way later. So anyway, that's how that kind that, that number, uh, right here, the 10,000 head that's, that's coming from based off of how many emergency burial permits were, uh, um, applied for and, and the, the number of head that were, were used on that. So, I don't know if that's true or not, according to this vet. Who would know better than I do? Um, that's what she says. So I, I have no... Still funny. Even if I, even it wasn't meant to be funny. That's what she said. Always gets me. Um, anyway, I have no way of knowing if uh, what she said is true um, without doing a, a bunch of research. Uh, extra research. I've done some. But um, the numbers... Um, have been a little little hard to find and um to get those i I think they're readily available if you know where to search that's the problem that's always the problem with bureaucracy is it a department of agriculture or is it a department of uh environment like what 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 is i don't know so i haven't i haven't um i haven't got the exact numbers um but fence posts as i was saying when i started kind of just uh left uh started that article after i failed to finish that thought but fence post is kind of kind of a no nonsense um i think they're they're obviously going to be uh skewed um more towards the cattle producer than anything else but i i think they 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 do pretty good work and um <clears throat> and i think it's a pretty good article so um the permits are issued, but not all are needed or used. Uh, she said the feedlots are very full right now due to markets and more cattle going on feed. So with added numbers, most yards do not have a lot of open pens to spread cattle out, and many don't want to add uh, the social stress by disrupting animal groups. Our number one thing we employ during extreme heat is no cattle movement policy is a no cattle movement policy unless absolutely necessary. If they have to be moved across the yard for shipping, those moves are made at night. Extra water tanks are also placed in the back of pens so more animals can take advantage of uh, the evaporation cooling from water. 
She said, even spreading extra bedding such as corn stalks in the pens can give the animals something to nest in and has been proven to help lower their body temperature. This is especially helpful when the pen floor is dark and human from urine and manure. Sprinkling with water, uh, sprinkling with water, the last thing employed as it can add humidity and without wind won't evaporate and cool the animals. Black-hided cattle, except Wagyu, are more susceptible to heat stress than light-hided cattle because black absorbs heat, Thompson said. These events have happened since the beginning of time. One big reason large-scale cattle feeding moved to the High Plains area is that it is rare to have all three things at once. The most important thing uh, <coughs> is you don't want to block airflow, meaning do-gooders have attempted to force feedlots to build shade. This can be difficult and somewhat dangerous in high wind areas that feedlots are usually built, and they can make it worse if they block wind. We are raising high-quality beef, which comes at a higher risk, Barnhart said. All right. So, <clears throat> I don't know what the numbers are. I don't think anybody really knows what the numbers are. Uh, but according to my brother-in-law, who runs a large-scale custom silage crew in that area, uh, particularly in Grant County, uh, I'm not as familiar with Haskell County. That's liberal, uh, liberal Kansas, but <coughs> I, I'm somewhat familiar with that over there. Uh, I'm fairly familiar with Grant County and then, um, then, then on over, but those, those were the two big ones as they were saying, Haskell and Grant County. So that's Grant County feeders is a five, five rivers yard, huge hundred and 120,000 head ish, uh, in the summertime. Uh, summertime is when you're going to push, uh, your cattle a little bit closer together, try to, try to squeeze a little bit more out of your, your pen space and, uh, because you got a lot of cattle uh, coming off of grass and you've got and you don't need quite as much bunk space uh, in in the summer because the pins aren't going to be as shitty and it's just it's, it's a little easier to work with in the summer. However, it can get really hot and when it's a hundred and five like it was um, air temperature um that's going to be about 105 when you're out in the pasture like that. Your, your grass might be a little bit hotter, but it it's, it's going to be roughly what your, your air temperature is and the feedlot that changes drastically. <coughs> you, you have a, uh, you have a dirt floor, manure floor pin, and, uh, it, it collects a ton of heat. So when you're, when you're talking, uh, 105 degree air temperature, you're probably looking at closer to 130 or 140 degrees of, uh, of the floor, uh, the pin floor temperature, the, the, the ground temperature. Um, it's hot. It's really hot. And because it's hot and it's dry and usually the wind is blowing like a son of a bitch, and it's a pain in the ass, but it helps. Uh, it just keeps the the air moving, and and it helps helps cool things off. Even though if it feels like a hot wind, it and it usually is, but it does cool things down because as soon as that wind stops, you're just like, holy shit! It is just hot, stifling hot. There's nothing to circulate that air, and it's just hot all around you, and you can't escape it. And then you add a little bit of moisture to that. 
um i'm i'm living in the in the high desert right now and uh and it's real real dry and um i grew up essentially in the high desert it's uh it's the great the great plains high plains whatever you want to call that um but it's basically a desert i mean it's uh just hovering right around that level i think it's 12 inches a year is what they consider <coughs> if you have less less than 12 inches of precipitation a year that's considered a desert area and yeah everywhere i grew up hovered hovered right around that and it was always 11 to 13 inches so it was just right on the on the edge of desert uh country <coughs> and um but with that comes a lot of heat and then you're not used to you're not used to uh humidity at all like you 25% humidity is like muggy that that is really muggy uh in that part of the world well you had at least 3 4 days in a row where there's in the 70s and the 80s you had some good rain they needed it really bad and uh and and the grass is really looking pretty good uh where there is grass uh a lot of people plowing up CRP and shit, which is a bad sign. That we'll get onto that to another time. But um, anyhow, three three or four days of of cool, wet weather, and then over the course of a day and a half, two days, it goes from eighty degrees being the high and forty five or so at night to over a hundred and just dipping down to to maybe like seventy two, seventy three at night, maybe. And and that's, you know, in the dead of night, just still 72 to 75, somewhere in there. And, and those, those old, those old steers just never got a chance to, 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 to cool off. So <clears throat> that, <clears throat> that's not how I know it, it uh, as it happens. So you get, you get a string of cool, nice weather, a little bit of moisture, and then it just boom it it uh it shoots up and you get three four or five days in a row i mean i i don't don't know they said it was june 11th um i left uh holcomb kansas this morning early uh but it was over 100 again yesterday um it was it was 100 every day i was there uh we got we got into kansas on thursday yeah so thursday to tuesday and there was several days of 100 degrees before it got there. I mean, it just it was a bad deal. But the, the kicker was when the wind quit blowing and then you got all that humidity in the air, you got the over 100 degree temperature and there's no wind to move it around. And then you get the real fine shit dust that just kind of hangs in the air. And then you got a whole bunch of uh, big fat cattle ready ready to go to slaughter and a, the vast majority of them are black hided because that is what the market wants right now. That's what's uh, been the, the trend for the past 30 years or so. And, um, yeah, <laughs> you, you have a whole herd or you know, a whole breed of cattle that are known for being red with uh, white face and legs and belly. And now they have a, a black version of that same breed, and, and you know there there's some good genetic commingling, but at the end of the day, that's just to catch a market premium on uh, on black hided cattle. 
So you got a lot of black hoddy cattle. They uh, they absorb a lot of heat, and if they're they're on the verge of uh, slaughter weight, so you're you're talking any anything over like eleven hundred pounds is uh, is on the verge of getting to, ready to go. And um, yeah, so they got an extra layer of fat. They got black hide. They got just sweltering heat, high humidity, and not a breath of wind. And a bunch of shit dust hanging around in the air. And I, once again, I don't know the numbers, but I would be willing to bet that 90% or better (coughs) of those cattle that have died have been treated at least one time. Um, (coughs) Some of them, I've seen cattle that uh, you treat, they uh, they come out of it really good, look really like they're like they're really gonna pull through, end up dying, and then you take a look at their lungs, and you're like, how in the fuck were they living that long? You know, you, you'll they'll be, you know, twenty five percent tissue that's that's still usable in, in in both their lungs, and and they're they look big, healthy, and fat on the outside. It just when you you're working with that little lung capacity and and then you got to overload it uh you know for days on end like that uh eventually it just gives out you just i mean you give up and and the old heart quits uh quits ticking and it's uh i i could say you could say it's kind of a somewhat of a moral quandary we we want our cattle to be pretty pretty fat uh to get the good quality beef that we like um, but when you get a big heat stroke or a heat heat wave like that, it's going to lead to a lot of heat stroke and heat stress, uh, on those cattle, uh, particularly ones that you're trying to fatten up to, uh, uh, slaughter. Apparently that, that has become a moral quandary nowadays. Just the fact that that's what you try to do with cattle, even though that's what we've been doing with cattle ever since we domesticated them or any, any animal for that matter that we have uh, domesticated for meat production. The idea has been to fatten them before slaughter so that they taste the best possible way. Um, but also for the longest fucking time, um, we understood that if you were born with a dick, you were considered a man. And if you were born with a vagina, you were considered a woman and now that apparently that line has become quite blurred. So, um, why wouldn't the, the reason that we fatten cattle to slaughter, uh, why wouldn't that line become a little more blurred nowadays? Huh? Um, so you get a little bit of that going and then you, you add in, uh, the social media pressure and, uh, and that shit went viral. I can't tell you the exact amount of people that contacted me over the weekend because I don't I don't know right off the top of my head, but I a lot um, enough where my wife was like, "Are they asking about the 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 dead cows again?" Said, yeah, yeah, everybody. And I understand being really suspicious of stuff. I I advocate being very suspicious of uh, what you hear in the news. Um. And that being said, you should be very suspicious of what the news is reporting. Um, Thousands. And then you'll read it in the headline. Thousands of cattle dead. And um, 
then you read down and they say at least 2,000 head. I'm like, well, that, that is the literal definition of thousands is you have to have more than 1,000. You know, you'd have to have at least two thousands to make thousands of cattle. So they say at least 2,000 head have died. Okay, so that's the literal definition of thousands. Um, so were they wrong? No, but when you when you hear thousands, I, I don't think two thousand. I, I think you know five, ten, thirty, sixty thousand. You know thousands of head. I, I guess I guess all all the way up to ten thousand. Then you then you know say ten thousand head, and then after you know, up to 20,000, then you'd say thousands of head, uh, up to a hundred thousand, you know, and then once it gets to 200,000, you'd say hundreds of thousands. Um, nah, I mean, I, I'm not much of a, you know, grammar, English teacher, math teacher, whatever, but anyhow, very, very deceptive, but sneaky, you know, and that's how, that's how they do that shit. And, but then, we also have to keep people that are supposedly on our side. Um, we we got to keep them honest as well. And uh, all right, so here, I guess we'll we'll pop this stuff up here. This is the the video that was circulating that went viral, and uh, this. I'm pretty sure. Damn it. All right, hold on. Hold on. Uh, all right, here we go. I believe this was at uh, Ulysses Feed Yard in Ulysses, Kansas. Uh, it's got almost 2 million, million views just on Twitter. Um, I saw this in... Uh, I saw it on, on Facebook. I saw it on Instagram. I didn't get on TikTok. Um, but I'm sure it was all over there too. And I'm pretty sure that a guy I used to work with here in Nevada... Um, was uh, right there in that skid loader. Uh, but yeah, that was a uh, that was a bad deal. This was a this is a pretty big yard, and I I don't know if it was if it was at at that uh, Ulysses feed yard or not. But I'm pretty sure that it look it looks like it and. Uh, I know they lost uh, a lot of cattle just from reports that I'd heard. And, uh, but there's a lot of cattle there, but there, there's nowhere near, uh, nowhere close to 10,000 head. Um, the, the most common question that I got this weekend was, uh, is this real? And, I know they're getting pretty good at the deep fake stuff to make you think uh shit's not um you know shit's real when it's not but and I don't know the logistics behind it but just looking at, at that whole deal I mean it, it seems kind of seems like that one would be pretty 
pretty tough to fake. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, but I, I do know that, I mean, you look at those, those are all well, well over a thousand pounds, all black hided. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. So anyway, the, where, where everything went kind of awry, uh, Chad Prather, I'm sure y'all know who he is. He's, uh, kind of got famous being one of those cowboy in the truck ranting into his camera talking about how bad the Democrats have fucked everything up. He's not wrong for the most part. Um, but anyway, here he goes. So 10,000 head of cattle don't just drop dead from heat. It's Kansas. It's not hell. Maybe Bill Gates has an answer since he's the biggest farmer in America and wants you eating his synthetic meat. Um, you know, every time I think that the Republicans, conservatives, um, are, are gonna just roll through to like an easy win on, on an election, they, they somehow find a way to fuck it up. And, and this, this thing here, um, that's the kind of thing you really don't want a lot of press on. Like, I mean, it's a shitty deal and it's one of those things like you tell, you tell your, your city friends about, but man, it just, there's not a, there's not any way to put a good light on it. And, uh, when you're dealing with mother nature, I had, I, I said that just the other day and I, I just, like, boy, she reminds you over and over again that you just, no matter how much uh, technology and shit we, you have, I mean, it just, the hubris to think that we can, uh, we can control what the weather does is, uh, is beyond me. Like, uh, we, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it, but um, also, all right, so let, I'm going to go in on this Chad Prather guy a little bit um, because he he's a big, big voice in the conservative movement. And he... Um, I, I don't know what his, his ultimate goals are. I know he had a, a governor. He was running for governor in Texas there. And, and but... That that's really I don't know what he did before he became you know kind of the social media uh, force that he that he has become. But I I've seen him. He started getting popular back like maybe around uh, twenty twelve or so, like um, the uh, you know like the second Obama election. It was like him and. Um, Graham Allen and and a couple others they they, they do that they they like driving around in their pickup and Graham Allen was the, just the Southern boy and and Chad Prather was the Texan Texan just ranting about these goddamn well he didn't say that because he's a, he's a proper fella uh these 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 darn I don't I think he's a he's also kind of a comedian I guess so I don't I think he cussed I don't know but either way. It was kind of, it was that, that, that in that same vein, just, uh, 
ranting about the about the Democrats and this and that, and um, so he's not wrong for the most part. Um, now he's got himself a a show on on Blaze TVs as Glenn Beck's network, and um, seems to be doing very well for himself. Like I said, launched a uh, a governor campaign. Um, yeah, how many? see how many followers followers does this fella have he's got he's verified on on twitter and he's got 290,000 followers um got a box where you can you can tip him right there on twitter i've got the same i don't know if any there's never been used um but um 290,000 people uh just shy of uh, I bet you get some tips and um I mean shit 9000 retweets on on that uh well it was a retweet of a retweet but um and he um okay so he he's he went back and clarified it later but I want to just reread this whole deal so 10,000 head of cattle don't just drop dead from heat it's Kansas. It's not hell. Maybe Bill Gates has an answer since he's the biggest farmer in America and wants you eating his synthetic meat. Okay. So if we're to take your your tweet at face value, you're saying this is not normal. I agree. This doesn't happen very often. It's not hell. Well, for those three, four, five days, it kind of was, and it took a took a toll. Um, yeah, like I said, I would I would bet money that ninety percent or better of those those cattle were. Eh, it's kind of morbid just having that playing in the background, but <coughs> I do do think it's an important thing, like. This shit can happen. This, this this shit can really happen when you when you put a bunch of bunch of cattle in in a confined you know a confined feeding deal. You you increase the risk of uh, of disease. You, get, you increase the 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 risk of death. I mean that that goes with any type of living uh, animal in particular. Uh, a lot of a lot of plants too, but in, any anything in the animal kingdom if you put a bunch of them closer together and uh and make them live in 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 closer quarters that uh ups the risk of disease and all sorts of uh nasty shit uh that's why like cities like new york and uh, chicago and uh you know newark and Detroit, and that's that's why the you know the COVID rates uh, were were higher in there. I mean, there's more people; they're living way closer together. That's uh, same thing with a feedlot. Think think of a uh, think of a, a feedlot as a, as just a cow city. I mean, it is it just you know that that's basically basically what it was. And think of Southwest Kansas as kind of like the Eastern Seaboard of the cattle world it's obviously not a seaboard it's in the middle of the fucking country but uh in a state like kansas which uh 
according to what I read, is number three cattle producer um, in the country. It's Texas, Nebraska, then Kansas. Uh, with uh, Southwest Kansas having 2.1 million head of cattle on feed, uh, just cattle on feed. That doesn't take into account the the stalkers the, and the cow calf uh, producers, let alone the dairy. There's a lot of a lot of dairy cattle too. But you you look at that that overall number. You, you take just just the feed feedlot cattle, two point one million head in Southwest Kansas, six hundred thousand head in Haskell and Grant County alone. Um. <coughs> And then you take, well, we'll say the 10,000 head. I've heard numbers uh, estimated going to be quite a bit more. And I've heard, well, we've read the the official numbers, uh, according to these vets and stuff, at just over 2,000 head. So we've got a lot of leeway, uh, but we'll we'll take the, the median number. We'll say 10,000 head, uh, over, spread that over 600,000. Still a higher percentage. You don't you don't want that. So six hundred thousand head, you know, six thousand. That's one percent. Um, you, you try to keep your death loss under one percent, um, as as much as you can. But now, when you got uh, almost two percent death loss, um, in uh, in the span of uh, a week, like that, that's a bad deal. <laughs> so that's 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 gonna hurt yeah that sucks um yeah so is is that normal no 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 it is not okay now we'll get to the bill gates part of the deal I, and i huh, you all know me very well at this point if you if you've been listening for very long you know there is not a single conspiracy that i will not at least entertain and kind of kick it around in my head. Uh, not a single one. <clears throat> Particularly when I don't know the answer. Like I, I will, I will question. Um, this one, however, um, well, we'll get into it. So Bill Gates, it is a fact that, uh, he, he is now the largest owner of farmland in, in the United States. Um, and it's a fact it's on record, um, on video multiple times. I was talking about how in the future we'll all be eating, eating uh, lab created meat and it'll be better for the environment and all that. It also is true that over the past, uh, I don't know, year or so, maybe it's two years. Can't remember the exact timeline on that. We've had a number, um, I would say dozens but I don't know if we had 24, I think it was like 22 food processing plants, uh, that burnt down either were damaged or burnt all the way down. Um, so if there was 24 of them, I would say dozens of, uh, you know, maybe no, I think it'd have to be 25. It'd have to be 25 or more because if it's 24, you say two dozen. Um, anyhow, that's, that's how, that's how words work sometimes. Um, anyway, um, in the ballpark of 20 food processing plants have, have, uh, caught on fire in the past couple of years. So that, that's a fact as well. Um, 
And now what's also a fact is people are ready to believe some wild shit, like all on board. And, uh, we, we've had the QAnon, um, phenomenon uh rage through conservative circles uh we have you know what you had reasonable rational um people with good brains i would say um seem to truly believe that uh there was a secret military military tribunal held at Guantanamo Bay in which um, Hillary Clinton and Bill Barr and several other um, high-ranking officials were sentenced to death uh, for committing treason. Um, People were not just willing to entertain that idea, but actually believed that. Um... Of course, wasn't true unless, um, you know, all these interviews that Hillary's been doing and tweeting and all that shit, unless that's not real, then then maybe it happened. I don't know. But you had, um, from my my point of view, like a a surprisingly large amount of uh, formerly rational thinking people uh, buy into some crazy shit. And I I understand that. I do I do understand that. Because when you look at some of the shit that the government actually has done already, like it's been documented that they did, a lot of shit doesn't sound all that crazy anymore. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's kind of wild. Um, and then, um, yeah, after, after the whole pandemic, after the Roni, um, there's not, there's not much of anything that people are just willing to take at face value anymore. And I understand that. And I think that's a good thing. However, um, there's that old saying, uh, you know, being red pilled. So, uh, origins trace back to the movie, the matrix, take the red pill and you see what's actually happening or you take the blue pill and you just stay there in the matrix. And, um, I'm a big fan of this, this, um, I don't know. He's a, he's an author He does a podcast and he's just kind of a, I don't know. He's a, I guess a philosopher. Um, but anyway, Michael Malice, he's, uh, he, he calls himself, uh, what he would call an anarchist, uh, anarchist, uh, doesn't believe there's, uh, basically believes everything's uh, should be based off of voluntary interaction. Um, but he has a really witty saying. Well, he always has some witty sayings, but this, this one I'm a big fan of, but it says you should, he, he says you should take one red pill and not the whole bottle. Um, so be aware that, uh, the government and the media and, um, corporations and uh you know bureaucracies and and all that all the people in power just be aware that they are lying to you and uh, that's what being red-pilled 
means like you're 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 seeing you're seeing it for what they are they're they're purposely feeding you a false narrative however not everything is a conspiracy not everything was an underhanded motive if we believe um like most conservatives do that weather's weather it's going to change and um there's not much we can do to stop it. Uh, there's not much we can do to change it. There's a lot we can do to make it worse. Uh, said this many a times, probably more times than I care to admit here in the past uh, couple weeks or so. But the Dust Bowl is the perfect example of how we can take a <coughs> um, typical drought and maybe it wasn't a typical drought. It was a it was a it was a nasty drought. Really, really nasty drought. We've had worse since then. Believe that. Believe it or not. Um, but they were we were able to make what was going to be an already shitty period of time uh, of really shitty weather and make it worse by taking thirty million acres of uh, native prairie grass and plowing it up and turning it into farmland. Uh, when a time right before a time when um, you wouldn't be able to grow a crop there, and um, yeah, and then the dirt, the topsoil blew, um, compounded by uh, the Great Depression, you know, it was, it was a whole thing. But it's a perfect example of how we can sure exacerbate a situation. Uh, even a natural situation. We can take what was already going to happen and go ahead and just make it a little bit worse. So, on that on that note, we um, we took something here that happened and we made it worse by attributing it to um I guess um, a token bad guy for for the conservative or um, anti kind of globalist type people. So that, you know, you can count myself and a lot of other libertarian type people in that same camp that really don't trust uh, Big Pharma. They don't trust Bill Gates. They don't trust uh, big agriculture. Uh, they don't trust big corporations. And uh, and you see how these things are all kind of working you know, intertwined with each other. And it boils down into like, there's a lot of people who would normally shrug off something like this and be like, that, that really sucks. Um, and instead of, uh, like, instead of sharing like a, a pray for Kansas on your Facebook profile picture, you know, they have the little frame, uh, instead of that, you, you share this deal from Chad Prather is it ask Bill Gates if he's got an answer about this shit. Uh, well, the answer to this shit, Chad Prather, is uh, it was cool and it rained, bringing the humidity up, and then it got hot, like really fucking hot, and stayed hot, and then cool down at night, and then the wind quit blowing, and um, yeah, it sucks. It's the same way five years ago we had a spring blizzard. Uh, I know there was one alley in the yard that I used to work at. One alley alone, they lost 200 head. Um, 
Nobody was saying Bill Gates is trying to kill my cattle with the snow. I didn't hear any of that shit. I didn't hear that shit when uh, South Dakota and I think North Dakota. Uh, I don't know about North Dakota, but I know South Dakota here a couple of years ago got hammered. Nebraska, too, got hammered with uh, with heavy, heavy blizzards. A lot of cattle died. I don't remember anybody blaming Bill Gates about that shit. Um, because we know that Bill Gates can't control the fucking weather. And uh, so maybe put it on the other foot. We all know, we should know, especially Chad Prather, you being in the cattle uh, business, as he says he is, uh, been, been around it enough, you would know that there in the Great Plains, it's cattle country. There's a lot of cattle there. And, uh, and we're, they're there for a good reason because the climate's right for it. But sometimes the climate gets really extreme because it's an extreme part of the world. And when you have a confluence of events like that, just like with uh, Hurricane Sandy, they called that like the, you know, the perfect storm, right? It was a, it was a super storm or whatever. And it was a confluence of events that made it really crazy. Same way with a, a big tornado or a really big hurricane, any of that shit. When you, when you get a, a number of outlying factors that all kind of come together magically, it can fuck some shit up. It really can. <laughs> and Chad Prather with his 290,000 followers tweets something like this out there to uh, stir the pot. And, you know, like I said, I'm no fan of Bill, Bill Gates. I think that guy's a real piece of shit. Um, and uh, pro- probably guilty of some, some really real heinous crimes, if I had to guess. I don't have any proof of that, but if I had to speculate... Um, on this here comedy show of mine, I would speculate he's probably guilty of some heinous shit. Um, friends with Jeffrey Epstein, by the way. Um, however, I see no evidence that Bill Gates was behind any of this. Um, I can see how you made the connection to a bunch of dead feedlot cattle. Um, and I, I I can see I can see the connection there with uh, you know with the synthetic meat deal because you know if they don't if there's no uh, there's no real cattle to kill then you'll be forced to eat uh, synthetic meat. However, if we go back over the numbers. Um, if we're if we're talking all ten thousand head, and if it indeed was ten thousand head, if they all came from uh, the two two main counties affected, Haskell and uh, and Grant, which they're not, I know they're not because it said in the article they're not, and also no people from other counties that also lost cattle through this this, but just for simple sim- to simplify it down, you know, we're talking six hundred thousand head in those two counties alone and we'll we'll speculate and say 10,000 head or we'll even say 20 or, or not 20 12,000 head so that'd be 2% death loss 2% 12,000 head that would uh shut down one kill plant we'll take the Tyson Tyson kill plant at Holcomb Kansas that would shut down that plant 
for about two days. They, two days worth of cattle um, that they would have to go find. Um, in the grand scheme of things, it's a drop in the bucket. For the the particular event that happened, uh, that's uh, probably a once in once in a decade type loss. Maybe once in five years. I don't. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll say we'll say five years. It's been about five years since they had that big of a death loss in Southwest Kansas, and that was during the blizzard of uh, you know April and May of 2017. I'd say I'd venture to say that'd be the last time they lost the uh, cattle in, in that big in numbers. So, <clears throat> also they got they were underwater here uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, this this is just um, media it's hype, and this this fucking guy Chad Prather, uh, you know every man you know sticking up for the rural folks. Getting up uh, upset at Bill Gates over the weather. Because Bill Gates can control the weather and he wants to put a vaccine in you. One of those things is true. And um, I ain't met anybody yet that can control the weather. And I ain't read about anybody yet that can control the weather. So, that being said, unless you truly believe that man can change the weather to the point where they can direct a heat event like this, um, then no, this, this was not a man-made event. Um, this, uh, you know, and the funny, the funny thing about it is all of it, the way it all came together. Is it at the hottest it's ever been in Southwest Kansas? No, not by a long shot. I think it's, uh, the the record temperature for this time of year is going to be up over 110. So they they didn't get that that high. Was the the humidity overwhelming? Probably not. I don't know. I'm guessing it was like 50-60% humidity by the time it got really really hot. Um and it did blow, but when it didn't, it made it even worse and um and it's just hot. And you you add the 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 feedlot environment into that, <sighs> yeah. It just it, it makes it makes for a shitty deal. I and I I can speak from a wealth of experience. I'm now it's twenty twenty two, going on, uh, fuck fourteen years. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just 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 past my fourteen year mark in in the feedlot. It's hot. It gets hot. And then when you're in the pens, it's even hotter. It just, it's, that's what it is. Um, no, and then this, this, I can uh, keep harping on this Chad Prather guy because he, he also came after, uh, somebody pretty hard in, in the comments, uh, got, got really kind of rude about, about it, uh, cause they corrected him on his, uh, bullshit and they tried to walk it back. And, uh, I think I got the thread pulled up here. Uh, 
may find that one again. I'll pop it up, but uh, he he did uh, he did walk it back a little bit, but but he also came after the some people that well called him on his bullshit. So. Uh, he said, I've never been anything but an advocate and a supporter of the cattle industry on every level. My tweet earlier this week was taken completely out of my intended purpose. It was an attempt to defend the industry and point out how there's a lot of en- enemies to the industry. Okay. Uh, so let's go back to the original. It's Kansas. It's not hell. Oh, 10,000 head of cattle don't just drop dead from heat. It's Kansas. It's not hell. Maybe Bill Gates has an answer since he's the biggest farmer in America and wants you eating his synthetic meat. Okay, so that not so subtly implies that Bill Gates has an answer to why 10,000 head of cattle didn't just drop dead from the heat because cattle 10,000 head of cattle just don't do that. All right, back to the thread. Um, the Green New Deal puts a direct target on beef. The push for synthetic meat doesn't help. Media wants to drive a narrative. I will always use my platform to expose their agenda. Okay. So, in what way did you expose their agenda? Because you insinuated that Bill Gates was behind this and it was all a push for synthetic meat. That there was something... Sinister. Okay. No one supports ranchers and cattle growers more than me. I bet you there are. Um, I have been active in that world for a long time. What happened in Kansas was a rare event in terms of its scale. There were numerous factors besides just the temperature getting high, fatted black hides, humidity, uh, high temps at night, no wind, no time for acclimation, the perfect storm. Forgive my attempt at satire and referencing cattle enemies such as Bill Gates. It, I have the utmost respect for people in the industry and never meant to pile on to the emotion that goes with such a loss. My original tweet, tweet was made as the story broke and in response to the media narrative I saw being pushed. Tons of misinformation has been pushed since. Make no mistake, the cattle industry has a lot of enemies. My failed attempt to fight for it is regretful for many reasons. All right, so he's basically saying he was taken out of context, but everything he's trying to say here as opposed to what it what actually meant, he said it was meant at satire. Satire is usually supposed to be funny, and maybe this was funny to somebody. I'm not seeing it. I'm not saying it was, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm biased on this because I just don't particularly care to see a bunch of dead cattle floating across my my timeline. That usually means uh, people in my line of work are going to get a shit on for a little while, and I'm, I'm just not a big fan of that. Um, but I... Uh, I just... I don't, I don't understand. So then he... So this this gal, uh, what, what is her name? Um, she calls herself the OG Devil's Advocate, um, Michelle 
she's from Oregon or somewhere. Just realized I had the wrong share screen up for you. We'll uh, we'll fix that. Um, um. All right. So she, she says, I preach, appreciate the ranchers and veterinarians in the comments trying to shed light on what happened, but get told by someone who probably can't keep a cactus alive that they don't know what they're talking about. And so that's in response to the Chad Prather original tweet. And he said, well, point of fact, it doesn't just happen. There are extenuating factors beyond just heat. Read the context of the tweet. And yes, there is a war on beef in America. And no, Bill Gates does not have any answers. The fact that you read the negativity into this is your problem. No, dipshit. She read what you put. And it did not seem to have any sort of humor behind it. I, I just... <sighs> if you're going to be wrong, just be wrong. Like, admit when you're wrong and, and move the fuck on. If you got to apologize, which I I don't care if this guy apologizes. I apologize. Like, I, I didn't see him out there trying to, trying to water cattle down or, or try to bet him or, or trying to do something to, to, to alleviate the heat stress. Um, let me tell you, that's a helpless fucking feeling. You know that if you spray them down with water, they're going to be cooled off for a little bit, but then it's going to raise the humidity in the pen and that's going to make the heat index higher. So then you got to cool them down again, increasing the humidity in the pen again. And so you might be better off just not spraying water on them at all. And then like, they still just die on you. They just fucking die. Their, their lungs and their heart give out and there, there ain't a goddamn thing you can do about it. it it's, uh, it's constantly been the struggle of agriculture. You, you fight Mother Nature up to a point but if Mother Nature don't want you to win, you ain't going to win. And uh, this was one of those situations. And I got to say, a lot of you that that uh, that are in the cattle business in particular or been around it are acting like a bunch of fucking morons. Like, I I enjoy a good conspiracy theory. I really do. Um, but my God, man, like do, do a little bit of research, uh, outside of a fucking TikTok video. Um, yeah, were, were those real cattle? They were, they were, um, but to, to somehow equate this, like, I, I would not have taken that that uh I, I might have taken that video, but I would not have posted that uh publicly. 
that's that's not something you, you want the general public to see. I, I'm I'm not for censorship, but I'm also I'm uh, I'm also for freedom of expression, and I would not feel free to express uh, that video out in public. Um, that's uh, be like just showing a video of uh, no your dead grandma <laughs> at the funeral. I just like I, I don't. That 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 one's uh, I think it was very poor taste that whoever did that I, I think you guys uh I and I'm not not the best example of this but like y'all need to pay a lot of close attention to what you share on social media and how how it might be weaponized against you I think there's a lot of times people get a little too out uh, bent out of shape about it but also a lot of times they're right and uh, and this one this one. It took uh, somebody from who's supposedly on our side uh, ran with it to uh, stir up a little controversy and then uh, attack people when they called out his bullshit. And so fuck that guy. And and I, I don't want to say any, uh, you know, you know, tell anybody else to fuck off. But like, I do do just the basic amount of research, you know, Maybe look at uh, weather.com and then see what the what the historical data says on on uh, on the weather uh, situation. That'll tell you most of it right there. Like you can just go look up Ulysses, Kansas, weather.com, and, and go back to like the the thirty day um, previous. Look at look at what the weather was and, and how it acted and and how that and then just know that. On top of that, you're adding say saying we'll say Ulysses uh feeders is about seventy five thousand head and uh in Grant County feeders, they're just, you know, I don't think they're but ten miles away from each other, maybe. Uh hundred and twenty thousand head. So between those two, you got roughly two hundred thousand head one one time capacity. Two hundred thousand head just between two yards like that. And you add the extra heat from uh, from the pin floor, and uh, yeah, it just it's a shitty deal. And anybody who who has been around cattle and been or can just use their brain a little bit could could tell should be able to tell. Um, understand uh, that that <laughs> you can't really trust what. Uh, what the news is saying. And I do appreciate, uh, people that, uh, that, that, that reached out and asked my thoughts on, it. I do, I do appreciate that because that's one step of doing your research. You guys know that I work in a feedlot and have for a long time. I can tell you a little bit about these things. I don't know from firsthand experience on this particular deal. Cause I'm not, I don't work in Kansas anymore. I was, I was there right after it happened and it was fucking miserable. Uh, weather wise, I can tell you that. Um, so yeah, there's the, to the, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, I'm not sure exactly how many people messaged me on this, this deal, but thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's doing a little bit of research. So that's all it takes. And, and I told you, I said, no, that shit's real. That shit is real. That, there's no, there's no conspiracy theory behind it. That was just a shitty weather event. And, uh, Yeah. So anyway, people that bought into that bullshit do better, do better research. Um, 
and uh, focus your your fight on shit where where you can actually have uh an impact maybe but because if if bill gates can control the weather and just have it hover just shit hot weather um in such a way that's going to kill a large amount of cattle like that then we're fucked like there we can't beat bill gates if that's what he can do like if if he can do that god damn like, like we we just like go ride my pony off a cliff tomorrow uh, but he can't, and we all know that. So use your fucking head a little bit, okay? Don't fall for all the bullshit. Entertain the idea, but then think: Would this? How would this actually happen? How would they go about uh poisoning all of these cattle? We're not. And it's not like widespread death from yard to yard. It's it's a significant increase in what their daily uh, death rate is for sure. But you're not talking the whole yard dying. And it's not contained to like a single yard. No, it's widespread throughout these two. It's kind of localized in two counties. But there's a lot there's a lot of room in between those feedlots, and there's a lot of those feedlots. You know, there, there's a third of the capacity that, that's made up by by two yards, but there's still a fuckload of other feedlots in, in those two counties. And yeah, just, yeah, pe- people need to be smarter. Please <clears throat> try at least research, read, ask that that helps. <clears throat> And, um, yeah, I, I would, I would take anything, uh, Chad Prather says with a large grain of salt. Um, and especially like how, how he kind of walked back his statement, but <clears throat> also just like, I was doing this to help. He didn't fucking help, dude. Did not help. Um, yeah, you stirred up a bunch of shit, uh, based on nothing also like, I know the whole Bill Gates uh, conspiracy theory, and I'm not saying there ain't nothing to it. I'm just saying you stirred up a uh, a bunch of shit unnecessarily uh, because you're a douchebag. So anyway, uh, fuck Chad Prather, and um, that's it for me today. Make sure you go check out the Patreon and everything. That's the best way to support the show. Um I'll try not to be a douchebag and and uh and get you alarmed over nonsense. Um but can't promise anything. I'll try. Um but anyway, patreon.com slash burning daylight. Uh please go check it out. Subscribe if that's uh if you'd like to help out the show. Anyways, have a good week. Stay hydrated, it's hot out there. And um move your ass for burning daylight. I'm t- Bitch in